0: What is the current snapshot of me as an artist right now? What am I currently putting out there or what have I been putting out there in the past but haven't really paid attention to yet to figure out? You're listening to Wild Creative, a podcast designed to inspire creative thought, enhance your artistic process, and excavate enriched understandings about art, culture, and yourself. I'm your host, Emma Kivetna, a creativity coach, Artist, entrepreneur, and Sagittarius. I am joining you today from the traditional territories of the Mi'kmaq people in Nova Scotia, Canada. Without further ado, let's explore the Wild Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me today on Wild Creative. Today I wanted to talk about your artist brand and how to figure it out and why it's important to think of one and what having an artist brand might do for you. Before I get into the kind of tips and steps for figuring out your artist brand, I did want to say first of all what exactly I mean when I'm talking about artist brand. The best way I can describe it is to tell you how I thought of this in the first place or what the inspiration behind this was. I went through a phase about two years ago where I was really into listening to Billie Eilish. I still love listening to her music. That phase really hasn't ended, but for pretty much all of 2020, she was the artist I listened to the most that year. And it just got me thinking about how unique her songs sound and how different they are. But then also looking up her as an artist, as a person, watching her interviews and looking at her style, the way she dresses, the way she acts and the way she speaks and everything. It just made me realize that her music, it's so her. And the question that kept coming back to me was, what would Billie Eilish sound like if she was a song? And I feel like all of her songs do that. They answer that question. So then it kind of got me thinking, if I were a song, what would I sound like? Or if I were a book, what would I read like? How would I come across? And that kind of got me thinking then about your brand and how you're perceived in the world, how others see you as an artist and what you project and put out there and how that can obviously manifest in your artistic brand and the art you create, but also just in life in general as well. The way I see it, creating an artist brand is similar to having an identity. And when we have an identity we feel a sense of belonging we know what to expect from ourselves and what others should expect and we know how to conduct ourselves in the world but that doesn't mean that having an artist brand means that you must be confined to only those brand characteristics as an artist you of course have the freedom to create anything that you want in whatever fashion you desire so even though I'm going to kind of give you these tips and steps for figuring out what your artist brand is, don't feel like you have to stay within the lines of it because our artist brand is always evolving. We as humans and people are always evolving, so our art is always going to evolve too. So that means your your artist brand or the, the type of art that you project and put out there will change over time as well. It'll be interesting to see in 10 10 years, 5 or 10 years, what type of music Billie Eilish is making at that point and how different will it sound to her earlier days. All right, I'm going to get into things now with the first step, which is get clear on your artist brand characteristics. So when we have this clear artist brand, we leave a fingerprint on the work that we create and people will start to recognize that the more that they see your work everywhere. The more that they read your writing, the more that they see your paintings. Your brand functions as the anchor that your work kind of revolves around. But again, your brand can change over time too. It's not really static. It's it is dynamic. Our artist brand consists of the unique ways in which various elements come together in your art. These elements are often the things that we are most interested in exploring with our own within our own art and within ourselves. And they are the things that can come most naturally to us as well. If you're a writer, perhaps you're known for using long descriptive sentences and having somber, darker characters in your stories, or maybe your poetry focuses more on a particular theme or question, something that you keep returning to. Maybe you're a feminist writer who experiments with form and atmosphere in their work. Or if you're a painter, maybe you, you, you paint in a certain style or do a certain technique that you've become known for over and over again. Identifying your artist brand will hopefully, ideally, help you realize what it is that you're drawn to and help you figure out what you're, what you consistently do well. And with that, it should hopefully give you some focus within your art, something to work towards when you're attempting a new project. So here are some tips and questions for figuring out your artist brand characteristics. One thing you could do is to gather examples of your past work and study them. What recurring themes jump out and techniques? What patterns do you notice? What images and concepts do you find that you're always painting or drawing or sculpting. If you're a writer, are you a very straightforward writer or do you use lots of metaphors? Does language use play a really big role in your work or, or are you more focused on plot and characters? So the whole po- goal of this is to try to analyze your own work and answer these questions and just try to notice what some of the patterns are in the work that you've already created. Another thing you could do is try to take note of the art that you like to consume personally. Because sometimes the things that we consume is a reflection of the type of work and art that we'd like to create. Not always, but often this can be the case. So pay attention to the types of authors you read and that you look up to and the types of artists that you follow and who you're inspired by gathering all of these together and jotting down the the distinct characteristics that they each have will help you figure out what makes you drawn to them in the first place. And those things that you're drawn to may be things that you yourself are interested in recreating or replicating or imbuing your own work with. Another tip that you could try is visualizing yourself as the artist that you want to become in the future. So for instance, when you Imagine yourself as a successful artist or a successful writer in whatever way that looks like to you because success is different for all of us. When you imagine this type of person that you want to be and you imagine the type of work that you're leaving behind, what does that look like? What is that future? And just try to write down the first thought that comes to mind. What do you want to be known for when you eventually leave this world? This can be a bit of more of an intuitive exercise, so you may find that finding a quiet place to just sit alone and just see what visuals and thoughts come up to the surface rather than trying to force out a contrived answer that you've like already thought about for many years and years. Try not to just write down something that you always write down. This is, like I said, an intuitive kind of visualization exercise. So you want to try to do it alone, somewhere quiet, and try not to think too hard about it, just be honest with yourself. Let whatever comes to the surface be the, the first answer. My last tip for this first step would be to figure out what you're naturally good at. So if other people have read your writing or they have bought your paintings or they've commented on your sculpting work or whatever whatever type of art it is that you do, take note of the type of feedback that you often receive. Are people consistently commenting on your amazing characterization in your stories? Or are people always commenting on the use of color in your paintings and drawings? Taking note of these types of things that people constantly notice about your work when they're either buying it or reading it or consuming it, this may point to some qualities that you are naturally gifted at when it comes to your art. So step two, once you've done all of those exercises, would be to distinguish the key characteristics of your artist brand. So now that you have this list of all these characteristics and elements that make up your artist brand, now we want to figure out which ones are the key characteristics. That is, which ones are the ones that are not likely to ever change no matter how much art you create and which ones are the characteristics that are passing phases and only represent what you're currently inter- interested in. I call these ones transient characteristics. So I'm going to give any other writing example because I'm a writer so that's that's what I know. For instance, if you've identified as a writer that your artist brand characteristics are light fluffy prose, feel-good topics, you like to write in the short story genre, and you like to write voice-driven narratives, one thing that may never change is your voice-driven narratives. So that would be a key characteristic, and perhaps the reason it doesn't ever change really is because that's your strong suit and that's what you love exploring writing with. It's a trait that you just can't turn off when you're writing. So like I said, this would be considered the key characteristic. It's not really going anywhere anytime soon, meaning no matter what you write, it's bound to have that signature voice-driven narrative. And then the other elements, the light, fluffy prose, feel-good topics, and short story genre, Those may evolve over time or you may lose interest in them. Perhaps you'll write in genres other than short stories. Perhaps your prose will become more lyrical over time and less fluffy. Perhaps you may lose interest in those feel-good topics and become more interested in nature writing or something else. So in this case, then the light fluffy prose, feel-good topics, and the short story genre would then be the transient characteristics. So distinguishing between key and transient characteristics is a great way to get a snapshot of what you're currently putting out there in terms of your artist brand, what you're currently projecting to other people. Knowing your key characteristics also will allow you to have something solid to fall back onto on those days when you're really struggling with your art. So here's an exercise to help distinguish between key and transient characteristics. You can write out all of your brand characteristics that you got from step one, and then decide each of them right Why you have that characteristic and look for key phrases like, I really love doing such and such, or I'm currently interested in this because such and such. Any characteristic that you really love doing is probably a key characteristic and anything that may be subject to change, such as the things that you're only currently interested in or only currently like experimenting with, those are probably transient characteristics. So, the last step then, step three, is to now project your artist brand. So, at this point, hopefully, you have a clearer idea on what your artist brand is and its key and transient characteristics. So, then you can start to curate ideas and techniques and themes that will enhance and project those out into the world. So, the goal with this really is now that you've figured out What it is that you like to create and what it is that you're naturally good at creating and what some of those signature pieces are that you consistently put out and put or put into your art the goal now is to find ways in which to streamline that and and do that over and over so again if i'm going with the example i used earlier if you're a writer and you've identified for instance that light fluffy prose feel good topics and the short story genre And voice-driven narratives are very characteristic of your writing right now, then you could start to come up with story ideas and themes that speak to those. So you might choose to write a short story about a cheeky, tenacious protagonist who goes on a last-minute weekend getaway with some friends and discovers their true calling in life while healing the relationship with a family member. That whole idea combines all of those characteristics that I mentioned earlier. It's got the feel-good topics, it's a short story, it's it's going to have voice-driven narrative for sure with that type of protagonist going on that arc. And the light, fluffy prose fits in there because that's the style in which you would execute the idea. And that type of story could definitely work with light, fluffy prose if it's like a, a rom-com, weekend getaway type of thing with a little bit of drama. So that's a very specific example. Obviously, it's going to be very different for for you because your brand is going to be very different from that example that I had and you may not even be a writer you may be working in some other genre in which case it'll be entirely different but hopefully doing these steps will help you see that there is some method to your madness (laughs) you know that there there is something that you're working towards and it's all about honing that craft honing your art honing your skill and to become a professional artist it is important that we have some sort of brand that we're putting out there because at the end of the day creating art is a business and all businesses they have a brand, they have a story, they have recognizable features that people know and love and people can relate to and gravitate towards, and that's what they put out there. So as an artist, it makes sense to have that as well, but I want to be really careful here and I don't because I don't want it to come across like I'm saying to be too businessy when you're approaching your art, that's not the point. This is really just an exercise to give you some guidance to figuring out, even just for your own self what it is that you're drawn to in art, what it is that you wanna put out, what it is you wanna be known for, and what it is, what is it that you wanna get better at doing? Because I know as artists, or at least for myself as a writer, there are so many things that I want to try and experiment with in my writing that I want to be really, really good at, and I have so many ideas for different stories and all this stuff, but the question is like, well, which one do I focus on? What What do I do first? What do I dedicate my time to to developing first and foremost if I want to do everything? And one way to figure that out would be to narrow down, well, what am I currently interested in? What is the current snapshot of me as an artist right now? What am I currently putting out there, or what have I been putting out there in the past but haven't really paid attention to yet to figure out. So that's what the whole point of this exercise is, is to help you narrow down your interests within your art and figure out where you want to focus on in terms of honing your craft, what areas you want to focus on. And then if you want to take it a step further as a professional artist, having an artist brand will definitely help with becoming known out there because then people come to know what to expect from you and they start to look forward to it or they start to maybe you're, you're you maybe you'll become their go-to for certain types of paintings that they want to buy or books that they want to read. So it's it's a little bit like niching down, but I don't like that term either because I myself don't like niching down in business or life. But if that's the case for you as well, then if you don't want to niche down your art and you don't really want to have like a really boxed in quote brand type of thing then maybe your niche is that you don't have a niche. Maybe that's the whole point is that people don't know what to expect from you and that's what they can expect is that they they don't know what you're going to do next. I just don't want you to feel like you have to niche down or you have to have a brand or you have to choose something. You don't have to do anything. At the end of the day, really, you just have to be true to yourself and what you really want to do and put out in the world and what you want to leave behind. And this exercise may or may not help you figure that out. So it's just something you could try if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with all the interests that you want to do in your art or if you need a bit more focus in your art you may find that doing this exercise you'll realize that you've had the focus all along you just didn't really put a name to it you didn't realize that you already were putting out a brand or a certain style so i hope this was helpful the big question here really is like i said at the beginning with Billie eilish if Billie Eilish were a song, what would she sound like? Her music clearly, so clearly, does that. If you were a painting, what would you look like? If you were a book, what would the book be about? If you were a song, what would you sound like? Try to think of it that way. It's That's really what it is, is, is answering that question. Well, that's it for today's episode. I really hope that was useful in some sort of way. Thank you again for tuning in and joining me. If you are enjoying the podcast overall, please do rate and review, subscribe, follow, and share. I really do appreciate any support that I can get for promoting the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas for future episodes, or want to be a guest on the podcast, please email me at emmakvetna at gmail.com. Otherwise, until we meet again, stay wild, stay creative.